here's the essence of what coaching is. It is a little less advice giving and a little more curiosity. In a perfect world, what a little more uh, curiosity and a little less advice drives is, you can imagine a, a virtuous circle. It starts with insight and creating new insight about yourself and also about the situation. You know, you're going to get that, that double level about me and about the world I live in. Insight leads to action. And action and positive behavior change leads to increased impact. And then in a perfect world, that then feeds back on itself. So new impact, different impact, uh, then drives new insight about yourself and about the situation. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Ryan Palagiri here. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Cut the Crap Podcast, where every single week I'm bringing a book to you, condensing it down to its core golden nuggets. My whole objective here is just trying to save you guys a little bit of time. This week, we have a solid book, The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever by Michael Bungie Stanier. Now, I picked up this book because I want to know a little bit more about coaching. I feel like people find coaching to be too easy. Coaching is just about giving advice, right? It's just about sharing your experiences. It's just about telling people what they should do. That's coaching. Lead the way. Well, that's how I saw coaching. It was very wrong. In fact, it's the complete opposite of what Michael Bungie Stanier tells us what coaching is truly about or what great coaching is about. So I was really happy to pick up this book. I was even happier to pick up the book and find differing views to how I perceived coaching. So anytime I can pick up a book and it changes my opinion, it changes my views on something and it changes it for the better, I'm all about that. Now, I didn't take too many golden nuggets from this one. I took two golden nuggets from them, but it's two solid golden nuggets where if you take it, you put it into practice, it's going to make you a better coach. That I can guarantee. So before we crack into this one, I just want to let you all know that y'all, who says y'all these days? Anyways, just want you guys to know to follow me on social media. You guys can follow me on LinkedIn, you know, Ryan Calajuri. Personally, you can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter. And uh, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me if you guys want to get in touch with me. Also, email ryan.calajuri at me.com. Please feel free to follow the Cut the Crap podcast page as well. You can find that on LinkedIn. It's a company page. Or you can follow it on Facebook, Cut the Crap podcast. And you get updates. You get videos. I've been lacking in the social media I got to get the social media up and running. And uh, honestly, the, the podcast has been growing so strong organically that I haven't put any effort into my social media, but uh, that'll come. In any case, let's crack right into this one. Like I said, a shorter episode, but still, nonetheless, some really great takeaways from this one. So let's crack right into this. The Coaching Habit. Say less, ask more, and change the way you lead forever by Michael Bungie Stanier. Golden nugget number one. Learn the seven essential coaching questions. Now, like I said at the top, I was really surprised to pick up this book, finish it off, and realize that coaching is less about you giving lessons and experience and advice, and it's more about asking great questions. Another piece to it, we'll go into the next golden nugget, but we'll first start off with the questions. Being a good coach is about asking great questions, probing questions, exceptional questions, questions that make the person that you're coaching think. Think deeply about what it is they're coming to you for. Right, a lot of times people are coming to you for advice or they want your experience or they want your help. Well, Michael Bungie Stanier, he's telling us that we shouldn't be just giving advice. We should actually be asking very specific probing questions. Seven of them in particular. The first one, the kickstart question. What's on your mind? 
Now, when somebody comes to you for help, they're asking for help, they say, hey, you know, can I just bug you for a second? Or can I just ask you a few questions? The first thing that you ask them is, what's on your mind? It's a great question because sometimes when people come to your office or they accost you and you, um, you have to give advice or what have you, they start off by telling you about their weekend or they start making small talk and it starts to go in different directions. So a great way to bring it back on track is the kickstart question. Now, after you've listened to them and you heard what they had to say, you move to the next question, the ah question. And that question is, and what else? I love this question because it ensures that you give them an opportunity, the person you're coaching, you give them an opportunity to share everything that's on your mind. And while you're sitting there as a good coach, you might be taking notes, you know, point one, they have a question about this. And so you want to make sure that you're pulling everything from them, that you're getting everything that's in their mind, everything that's a concern to them. You're pulling it all out right at the very beginning by asking the question and what else it gives them an opportunity to talk. As a coach, it's important that you have to listen more than you speak, more than you offer advice. Listening is an important skill, and as a good coach, you have to be good at listening, be good at taking notes, and allowing the person you're coaching to share what it is that's on their mind with you. So now that you've given them an opportunity to talk, you've given them an opportunity to share their concerns with you, you've asked them the kickstart question, what's on your mind, you've asked them the awe question, and what else. Sometimes if they're talking, they might get lost in their thought, and then in their mind they're thinking, wow, I've been talking a lot. You know, I kind of forget where I was and why I even came to you in the first place. This is your opportunity to ask the focus question. The focus question is, what's the real challenge here for you? And again, this question, again, it it is what it is. It focuses them. It's like, boom, now I remember why I'm back here. This is the challenge that I'm having. So ask them that question. What's the real challenge here for you? And by asking them a very poignant question, It helps you narrow down the problems so that you two can tackle it together. Essentially, what the focus question helps you do is it helps you determine what challenge, what problem, what concern you need to focus on first. So before I get to the next question, those three questions, the kickstart question, the awe question, and the focus question, that's the foundations of your coaching. Those are incredibly important to begin the process of coaching. It begins the process of discovery. It begins the process of you digging deeper into your subject and asking them exactly what's on their mind. And it gives you the ability to take notes and start off on the right foot. So now that we've gone through the first three questions, what's the fourth question? Fourth question is the foundation question. What do you want? Now, this is a very, very important question to ask because oftentimes they're coming to you because they respect your opinion. They want to know what you would do in a situation like this. But the problem is they need to focus on what they want first. And you can help them by focusing on what they want and help them maybe think deeper about, you know, I've never actually thought about what I want. And you can get them to that place by asking them that question. What do you want? The foundation question. Oftentimes, they don't really think about what they want or what they need. It's more or less like, oh, I just want to make sure I'm making the right decision. And so they start focusing on making the right decision and not the wrong decision, but they forget about what it is that's going to truly make them happy. And so you need to bring them there by asking them that question, the foundation question. What do you want? So now at this point where we're at, you've asked them some questions. You've got some information. You've asked them what they truly want out of this conversation. Now, the next question that you have to ask, and it's a very important question to ask, it's called the lazy question. And the lazy question is, how can I help? It's really important to ask this question because by asking it, it helps you check if an employee is just coming to you for advice or if they're coming to you just to let off steam. You want to know what the expectation is here. 
So you need to ask them a very simple question. How can I help? What's your expectation? What do you want me to do? The lazy question. I love that one because, again, it just breaks down all walls and it puts it on them. Again, it says, how can I help you? And it gives you focus. And once they tell you, it's like, okay, now I know I can help you. And oftentimes, I'll be honest with you, it's probably just looking for a little bit of advice, just looking for another opinion, just looking for a sanity check. It's usually what it's going to come down to. And I love this next question. Really, really do. It's the strategic question. And the question is, if you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? Now, anytime you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. The problem is, you don't think deeply about why that is. By asking this question, it's an exceptional question, so it's going to make them think. They're going to sit, and they're going to pause, and they're going to wonder. In their mind, they're going to create a checklist, and they're going to think of it, and they're going to think about their decision from a different perspective that they might not have thought about before. They're going to create this mental checklist in their mind of, hold on a second, if I take this on, what kind of responsibility does that mean? How much time is it going to take? What are the deadlines? And what am I saying no to? Are those things important to me? Oh man, they're very important to me, so maybe I shouldn't say yes to this. And so by asking this exceptional question, you might actually have them go back and think deeply about that and then come back to you with some of their answers. It's a great question to ask. Use the strategic question when you're trying to help somebody focus their energies, their efforts on the projects, the efforts, the initiatives that matter most to them. Now, as you wrap up your coaching session here, you need to wrap it up with a nice question. You need to wrap it up with a final question, something that wraps it up nicely. And that question is the learning question. And the question you ask is, what was most useful to you about this conversation? Now, I love that because it's something that Michael Bungie Stanier calls a reflection opportunity that makes the lesson click. Now, I like that because, again, it's a nice way to wrap up the conversation. It's a nice way to summarize it. It's a nice way for you to put it back on them and say, hey, what did you take away from this? And it wraps it up into a nice little bow. It takes all those puzzle pieces and puts it together. And they walk away feeling like, you know what? I got some value out of this coaching session. What was most useful to you about this conversation? And not only that, but it gives you as a coach an opportunity to realize, hey, this is how I benefited them. This is how I helped them. This is how I made their life, their career, their ability to make decisions better. And it ensures that it summarizes it for you as well. What was most useful to you about this conversation? So those are your seven essential coaching questions. The kickstart question, what's on your mind? The awe question, and what else? The focus question, what's the real challenge here for you? The foundation question, what do you want? The lazy question, how can I help? The strategic question, if you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? And finally, the learning question, what was most useful to you about this conversation? So anytime somebody comes to you asking for help, asking for guidance, have these seven questions handy. Make notes on them. Put it in your phone so that if somebody ever comes to you and asks you a question, just say, yeah, hold on a second. And pull it up on your phone. You know, make a note on your phone. And then if somebody ever comes to you for advice, go through this. I guarantee you, guarantee you it's going to make you a better coach if you follow these seven questions. Do it. And I guarantee you if you're listening, that means you're hungry for knowledge. You love learning new things. So there's probably a good chance that people love coming to you and asking for your advice, asking for your help. This is a great way to start off that coaching conversation. But now I mentioned that big term there, advice, which is something that's so huge when it comes to coaching. We're going to cover that now in the next Golden Nugget. All right. And the last Golden Nugget, Golden Nugget number two, never give advice. (laughs) Pretty simple Golden Nugget, but why? 
Why is it? Why is it that we're not allowed to give advice? Or not that we can't, but that we shouldn't give advice. I mean, as a coach, somebody who's been there, done that, don't you feel that it's in your best interest to share your experiences and give advice, tell the individual on the other side of the table what they should perhaps do? And if you're somebody who's looking for advice, are you not looking for somebody to tell you what to do? Are you not looking for guidance? Are you not looking for someone's experience and them to share that with you? Well, according to Michael, he believes that it's in a coach's best interest not to share advice with an individual who's looking for advice. Why is that? Well, he believes that it's because we don't always know what's best, or we don't always have all the information about the situation that requires a specific solution. Now, it's funny, Michael uses actually a haiku to help clarify this point even more. His haiku is, tell less and ask more. Your advice is not as good as you think it is. <laughs> now, Michael talks about this idea of being in rescuer mode. When somebody comes to us for assistance, we want to rescue them. We want to help them. But when we're in rescuer mode, we're constantly leaping in to solve problems. We're jumping in to offer advice. We're taking over responsibilities that others should rightfully keep for themselves. Now, we do it with good intentions, of course. We always want to help people and we want to um, uh, help people avoid making mistakes in their life. But there's a price that's being paid by both sides. We're not giving the other individual on the side of the table the credit that they can solve their own problem. We're not giving them the opportunity to solve the problem. And we might actually be putting them down the wrong road because we don't have all the information. So we might actually be steering them wrong if we tell them what to do. So Michael talks about this whole idea of staying out of advice mode. Never go into giving advice. Just stay out of that. And instead, use one of the essential coaching questions that I talked about in Golden Nugget number one, which allows the ownership. It allows the accountability for solving the problem to stay with the person who has the issue. Now, it's a win-win because they feel more empowered to solve it on their own. And you as the coach, you help them get there. But you help them get there in a way that allowed them to do it themselves. And that, to me, my friends... That's being a great coach. All right, there we have it. That's the coaching habit. Say less, ask more, and change the way you lead forever. Some really solid, actionable items here that you can take into the workplace if you're a manager, if you're a director. Hell, if, even if you're an individual who gives advice to people on a regular basis, this is a better way to help people solve their own problems. It helps them think deeper, and it'll help them get to their solution on their own, which is very empowering for them. And you know what? It makes you a damn good coach. So not that many takeaways from this one. However, the takeaways that did come from this, extremely powerful and definitely actionable. Now, I'm very excited to feature the interview with Michael on Wednesday. You definitely want to tune into that one. We go into a little bit more detail about the book on Wednesday. Combine that with the two golden nuggets that I shared today, and you're going to have a really good understanding about the coaching habit. Like I said, every single week I'm bringing a book to you, and every single week it's an opportunity to get some stimulus into your mind that could potentially change your life. Out of all the books that I featured on Cut the Crap Podcast, there's a handful of them that have changed the trajectory, the direction that I was heading in my career, in my life, for the better. You just don't know what book it's going to be that could change your life. Full of knowledge. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm doing this for a reason. Every single week, I want to have an opportunity to bring something to you that could potentially change your life. 
For all you know, it might be the coaching habit or it might be next week's book. You just don't know. So you got to tune in every single week. You got to listen. If you like this book, definitely go out, pick it up, read it, embrace it. This one could be the one that changes your life. Pick it up, support Michael. If you like the synopsis today, then please go on iTunes, rate and review the show. It would mean a lot to me as well. But that's a wrap, my friends. So I will catch you back here on Wednesday when I talk to Michael Bungie Stanier. But until then, have a fantastic, productive day. Take it easy. I love you guys. This lion is the king of the jungle. Huge mane on here. He's laying down under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big. He's so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now, the little lion comes. They start messing with him. Biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. The lioness, she starts messing with him. Coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. The jackals, hyenas, barking at him, laughing at him. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder. Till one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. Runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, lion has to show the jackals who he is.